Welcome to Zichru Daf Siman. Remember, we have Ram Gold there, and today we're Zechus Yavamos Daf Vav. The first parak Chameshus Rinashim. The first parak has been generously sponsored as a schus for Mordechai Chaim ben Esther, and as a schus for Shidduch Hagon for Leah Bas Esther. So the three drops are going to focus on number one. Daf Hamla Beis brought a brayse to prove that an ase is docha los ase. Sheish bokoris that stated yachli a kibud aveim docha shabbos. I would have thought that kibud aveim is docha shabbos. Therefore, the Torah teaches ish imo va'aviv tirau ve'shabbos ha'ti tishmaru ani Hashem el kechem. A man should fear his mother and father, and you should guard my shabbos. I am Hashem your God, which teaches us the kulchem chayavim v'kvodi. All of you, meaning you as well as your parents, are obligated to honor me. The Gemara concludes that this price is only discussing the love of Muhammad, of leading an animal, carrying a burden which is not a course prohibition, and it is still not docha. The Gemara brings a similar price with regards to Tuman and Shabbos Aveda, returning lost object, that even a love is not pushed off for the mitzvah of Kibbut Aveim. The Bryce states, I would think that if a Cohen's father tells him to become Tami, which Rashi explains to mean to go into a cemetery to do Hashabbos Aveda, or he tells him not to return a lost object, he should listen to him. The, the Torah therefore states, Ish imo tishmu, to teach Kuchem Chayam Bikvodi, all of you are chayav to honor me. So the conclusion is that Kibbut Aveim is not Docha the love of Shabbos or the love of Tuma or a Shabbos Aveda. Point number two, the Gemara brought a Pasek as Shabbosai Tishmeru Mikdashai Tiro. Guard my Shabbos and fear my Mikdash to learn from the comparison of Shabbos and Mikdash that an Ase is Dochel Losase Sheish Bokoros. The Gemara rejects that and says that the Pasek is coming to teach you about the fear of the Mikdash. The Bryce that states, I would think that a person should have fear of the Mikdash. The Torah teaches that Shabbosai Tishmeru Mikdashai Tiro. There's a Shmir of Shabbos and a fear of the Mikdash. Just like on Shabbos, you do not fear Shabbos, but the one who gave us the Shabbos, which is Hashem, by the more the Mikdash also, you should not fear the Mikdash, you should fear the one who gave us the Mikdash, which is Hashem. The more then brings a Bryce that states, Ezohi Morha Mikdash, what is included in the mitzvah of a Mikdashai Tiro? One may not enter the Harbais with his staff, his shoes, his wallet, or with dirt on his feet, and one may not use the Harbais as a shortcut, or spit in its area. Pointing with it, Gomorrah brings a bryce from Tana Debedere that states, What do the words Lusavaru Eish Bekomoshvosechem do not light a fire in your dwellings come to teach us? Rav explains that the question is, What is the word Moshvosechem in all your dwellings come to teach us? The word Moshvosechem is said by a mitzvah in order to teach that one is obligating the mitzvah even outside of Eretz Yisrael. But obviously, one is chayev on Lusavaru even outside of Eretz Yisrael, being that Shabbos is a mitzvah that is upon one's body. The Bryce continues that one of Rabbi Shmuel's Talmudim said in his name, because it says, A man whose sins will be judged with a death penalty. I would think that the death penalty of Srefa, a burning, is permitted to be done on Shabbos. The Pasuk therefore states, Do not light a fire in your dwellings. And it says in a different Pasuk, These shall be for you a statute of judgment throughout your generations in all your dwellings. We learn from here that just as the word Moshevosechem in that Pasuk is discussing Basin, so too Moshevosechem in the Pasuk of Shabbos is discussing Basin. And it says, That is that even to a Basin, Hashem is saying to not light a fire. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara Daf Hey Amin Beis brought a Brisa to prove that an Aseis Docha Losase Sheish Bokorsh that stated, I would have thought that Kibbut Aveim is Docha Shabbos. Therefore, the Torah teaches, A man should fear his mother and father, and you should guard my Shabbos. I am Hashem, your God, which teaches us, All of you, meaning you as well as your parents, are obligated to honor me. 
The Gemara concludes that this price is only discussing the love of Mechamer, of leading an animal, carrying a burden which is not a course prohibition, and it is still not Docha. The Gemara brings a similar price with regards to Tuman and Shabbos Aveda, returning lost object, that even a love is not pushed off for the mitzvah of Kibbut Aveim. The Bryce states, I would think that if a Kohen's father tells him to become Tami, which Rashi explains to mean to go into a cemetery to do Hashabbos Aveda, or he tells him not to return a lost object, he should listen to him. The, the Torah therefore states, Ish imu tishmu, to teach Kuchem Chayam Bikvodi, all of you are Chayav to honor me. So the conclusion is that Kibbut Aveim is not Docha the love of Shabbos or the love of Tuma or a Shabbos Aveda. Point number two, the Gemara brought a Pasek as Shabbos Tishmeru Tiro, guard my Shabbos and free my Mikdash to learn from the comparison of Shabbos and Mikdash that an Ase is Doche Losase Sheish Bokoros. The Gemara rejects that and says that the Pasek is coming to teach you about the fear of the Mikdash. The Bryce that states, I would think that a person should have fear of the Mikdash. The Torah teaches as Shabbos Tishmeru Tiro, there is a Shmir of Shabbos and a fear of the Mikdash. Just like on Shabbos, you do not fear Shabbos, but the one who gave us the Shabbos, which is Hashem, by the more the Mikdash also, you should not fear the Mikdash, you should fear the one who gave us the Mikdash, which is Hashem. The more then brings a bright that states, Ezohi Morha Mikdash, what is included in the mitzvah of a Mikdash One may not enter the Harbais with his staff, his shoes, his wallet, or with dirt on his feet, and one may not use the Harbais as a shortcut, or spit in its area. Pointing with it, the Gemara brings a bris from Tana de Shmo that states, What do the words Los Savaru Eish do not light a fire in your dwellings come to teach us? Rav explains that the question is, What is the word Moshevo Sechem in all your dwellings come to teach us? The word Moshevo Sechem is said by a mitzvah in order to teach that one is obligating the mitzvah even outside of Eretz Yisrael. But obviously, one is chayev on Los Savaru even outside of Eretz Yisrael, being that Shabbos is a mitzvah that is upon one's body. Then Bryce continues that one of Rabbi Shmuel's Talmudim said in his name, because it says, A man whose sins will be judged with a death penalty. I would think that the death penalty of Srefa, a burning, is permitted to be done on Shabbos. The Pasuk therefore states, Do not light a fire in your dwellings. And it says in a different Pasuk, These shall be for you a statute of judgment throughout your generations in all your dwellings. We learn from here that just as the word Moshevosechem in that Pasuk is discussing Basin, so too Moshevosechem in the Pasuk of Shabbos is discussing Basin. And it says, That is, that even to a Basin, Hashem is saying to not light a fire. Alright, so now we go to our Simr Vav, and our standard Simr is a sword, because a Vav is straight and sort of long, like a sword. So here goes. The father forbade his son from returning an expensive sword, which was found near some shoes and staffs at the entrance to Harabais, and was left behind by an executioner rain to stop his reifa from happening on Shabbos. Once again, it's slow motion. The father forbade his son from returning an expensive sword, sword, that must be more duff, vav. The father forbade his son from returning an expensive sword, which reminds us that more brings a bright that stated, I would think that if a Cohen's father tells him to become Tommy, which Rush explains to mean to go into a cemetery to do a Shabbos Aveda, or he tells him not to return a lost object, he should listen to him. The Torah therefore states, Ish imo tishmeru, to teach Kuchem Chayavim Kavodi, all of you are Chayav to honor me. So the conclusion is that Kibbut Aveim is not Docha, the love of Shabbos, or the love of Tuma, or Hashabbos Aveda. So the father forbade his son from returning an expensive sword, which was found near some shoes and staffs 
at the entrance to Harabais, which reminds us the Torah teaches as Shabbos Hashai that there's a Shmira of Shabbos and a fear of the Mikdash. Just like on Shabbos, you do not fear Shabbos, but the one who gave us the Shabbos, which is Hashem, by the more of the Mikdash also, you should not fear the Mikdash, you should fear the one who gave us the Mikdash, which is Hashem. The more that brings a price that states, Ezuhi Morha Mikdash, what is included in the mitzvah of fearing the Mikdash, that one may not enter the Harabais with a staff, his shoes as water, or with dirt on his feet, and one may not use the Harabais as a shortcut or spit in its area. So the father forbade his son from returning expensive sword, which was found near some shoes and staffs, at the entrance to Harabais, and was left behind by an executioner rain to stop his reifa from happening on Shabbos. Which reminds the Gemara asks, what do we learn from Lesavaru Eish B'Kol Moshevosechem? Do not light a fire in your dwellings. Rav explains that the question is, what does the word Moshevosechem in all your dwellings come to teach us? The word Moshevosechem is said by a mitzvah in order to teach one is obligated in the mitzvah even outside of Eretz Yisrael, but obviously one is chayib on Lesavaru even outside of Eretz Yisrael, being that Shabbos is a mitzvah that is upon one's body. The Bryson continues and comes to teach that Basin is not permitted to do Sreifa on Shabbos. So once again, the father forbade his son from returning an expensive sword, which was found near some shoes and staffs at the entrance to Harabais, and was left behind by an executioner rain to stop his Sreifa from happening on Shabbos. Alright, now it's time for Forblabat Chazara. Dot base, so the similar dot base is a bias, a house. So here goes. When the group of tsaros packed out of their deceased husband's house, house, that must mean we're on dot base, bias. When the group of tsaros packed out of their deceased husband's house, since they were putter from Yibum and Chalitza, which reminds us, the Mishnah opens with the din of Chamishas Reynashim Pocho Sarasen, Vesarasen, Mina Chalitza, Mina Yibum. Fifteen women, which the Mishnah will identify as a riot, exempt their co-wives, and their co-wives of their co-wives from the Chiyub of Chalitza or Yibum, and then goes on to explain how this works. So, when the group of Tsaros packed out their deceased husband's house, since they were putter from Yibum and Chalitza, knowing that he had a wife who was one of the 15 Arayos who exempt them, which reminds us, the Mishnah lists the 15 Arayos of the Yavim who exempt their Tsaros from Yibum and Chalitza, and we use the numbers 333-321. Three daughters or granddaughters from out of wedlock, three daughters or granddaughters from a marriage, three mother-in-laws, three sisters, two wives, and one daughter-in-law. So, when the group of Tsaros packed out of their deceased husband's house, since they were putter from Yibum and Chalitza, knowing that he had a wife who was one of the fifteen Arayas who exempt them, they were suddenly turned back when they were informed she had just passed away before his death. Which reminds us, the mission continues, And regarding all these 15 women, if they died before he did, or was a minor and did mean terminating her marriage to the brother, or they were divorced from him at the time of his death, or were found to be in Ionis, so that the marriage was terminated before the husband died, their tzaros are permitted to do yibum or chalitza. Daf Gimel, so the simmer Daf Gimel is a gamal, a camel. So here goes. The judges at the Pater but not Usher, Yerzara from Yibum, camel race, camel race, that must mean we're on Daf Gimel, gamal. The judges at the Pater but not Usher, Yerzara from Yibum, camel race, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, why did the Mishnah use the word potros, which implies that the Tsaros can do Yibum if they wish, instead of Osros, they're forbidden. The Gemara concludes that if the Mishnah would have said Osros, then we would think that even if one of the Arayos married someone besides the person's brother, and then this husband died, the Tsar would be forbidden to the brother. Therefore, the word potros teaches us that the Isra of Tsar is Erev is only if they marry his brother. So, the judges at the putter, but not usher, your Tsar from Yibum, 
camel rays, who ruled that the island of Sota should be excluded from the competition. Which reminds us, the Gemara here asks, what does the number 15 in the ratio exclude? And what does it say for the mission that says, Hari el Potros, behold these exempt come to exclude? The Gemara explains that these two miutim are coming to exclude that which Rav said, that a tsar of a sota is pata from Yibum, and that which Ravasi said, that the tsar of an islandese is pata from Yibum. The mission has come to teach that only the 15 women listed here exempt their tsaros from Chalitza and Yibum, but the sota and islandese do not. So the judges at the Pater Banadasar, your tsar from Yibum, camel race, who ruled that the islandese and sota should be excluded from the competition, declared the Akos Ishto the winner as she crossed the Aleha, finish line, which reminds us, we learned from the Gezer Shaba of Aleha by Akos Ishto and the Mitzvah of Yibum, that just as the Pasuk of Yibum is dealing where there is a mitzvah, so too the Pasuk of Achos Ishto is referring to when there is a mitzvah of Yibum, and the Pasuk there concludes, Osikach, you shall not take a woman in addition to her sister. We therefore read the Pasuk of Achos Ishto as follows, one may not marry a woman and her sister, even to do Yibum. The Gemara continues bringing the source for Tzaros being forbidden, and then explains that we learn the Halacha of Yibum of the other Arayos from the Halacha of Yibum by Achos Ishto. Daftalad, so the Simon Daftalad is a delet, a door. So here goes. The man whose wool sits is hanging on his linen begot, got stuck in a door, door, that must be learned off, dalad, dalad, door. The man whose wool sits is hanging on his linen begot, got stuck in a door, which reminds us, we learn out that an ase is docha losase, from the pasuk, losilba shatnes, you may not wear shatnes, and the next pasuk that states, gidilim taselach, you should wear tzitzes. These two mitzvahs are smuchim, they're adjacent, and therefore teach us that one may attach tzitzes of wool onto a baggage of linen, even though this would be kalim. This shows us that an ase tzitzes pushes off a losase, kalim. So, the man whose wool tzitzes hanging on his linen baggage got stuck in a door while he was reading a book about smuchim in Sefer Dvarim, which reminds us, the Gemara says that even Rabbi Yehudu does not darshan smuchim. In other parts of the Torah, agrees that in Sefer Dvarim we do darshan smuchim. This is because in Sefer Dvarim the psukim are either muchach, evident, by placement of the Pasuk that's meant for a drusha or mufna superfluous. In this case of our drusha of climbing tzitzes, the Gemara shows how both reasons can be seen. So, the man whose wool tzitzes hanging on his linen baggage got stuck in a door while he was reading a book about smuchim in Sefer Dvarim, could not believe the irony as the salesman marched by carrying his shot and his merchandise upon him, which reminds us, the Gemara says that the Pasuk of Wosilba Shatnes is not extra because if we only had the other Pasuk, we would assume that it's forbidden to work climb even if one does not intend to receive any hana from it, such as in the case where one is selling climb and the clothes are lying on top of him, even though he has no intention of benefiting from wearing the clothes. Therefore, the second Pasuk of Wosilbash teaches that wearing the climb must be like wearing clothes where the wearer intends to receive pleasure from it. And if we only have the Pasuk of Wosilbash, we would understand that one is only over on shotness if he wears it, as this gives him a lot of pleasure, but merely sleeping with a blanket that has shotness, which does not give much pleasure, is permissible. Therefore, we need the other Pasuk of Wosalesh should not come upon you to teach us that this too is forbidden. Daf hay, so the similar daf hay is hay or a haystack. So here goes. And the Mitzorah shaving off his hair and pants that had grown all straggly and looked like hay, hay, that must be more daf hay. The Mitzorah shaving off his hair and pants that had grown all straggly and looked like hay, which reminds us the more attempts to learn that an ase is docha losase from a Mitzorah. Since the ase of a matzor shaving his hair is doka the losase of cutting off his payas. The Gemara eventually refutes its proof as the love of losakifu is not shavabakol, meaning it does not apply equally to everyone as women are not obligated in this. Therefore, we can only learn from a matzora that an ase is doka a love that's not shavabakol, when it does not apply equally to everyone. 
So the Matsura shaving off his hair and pants that had grown all straggly and looked like hay wore a suit made of shotness that was smooth, spun, and woven, which reminds us. The Gemara concludes that we can learn from the word shotness, shuatabavanus, that one is not high for wearing shotness unless it's smooth, spun, and woven, as well as anase's docha losase. Being that the Torah used an extra word, we therefore use it for the drasha to teach that anase's docha losase, and since the Torah used the unusual word shotness instead of climb, we see that it's also meant to be used to teach us that it must be Shua Tabavanus. So, the Matsura shaving off his hair and pants that had grown all straggly and looked like hay, wore a suit made of shotness that was smooth, spun, and woven, and had the initials PTM sewn on a sleeve to remember that the mitzvahs of Pesach, Tamina, Milo were commanded before the giving of the Torah, which reminds us, the Gemara tends to prove that an ase is docha losa seishesh chorus from Mila, Pesach, and the Tamid, but refutes each proof since each one has a Mila. Mila has 13 brisos, the Pesach is an ase seishesh chorus, and the Tamid is offered every day. The Gemara later says that we can also not use the drasha of Tzad Shava of a common denominator, and learn out from all three of these mitzvahs together, as all three of these mitzvahs are commanded before the giving of the Torah. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions plus... Three bonus questions from previous Masechus. Number one, which death we learned that we can only learn from a Matzorah, that an Ase is Docha Losase, when it's not Shava Bakol, that's on Daf? Hey, good. Number two, which death we learned that Rabbi Huda does learn Smuchim in Sefer Dvarim, that's on Daf? Dalet. Good. Number three, which death do we have the mission that lists the 15 Arayos, that's on Daf? Base. Good number four. Wish that they wouldn't keep it of the not do Hashabas Tuma or Hashabas Aveda. That's on Duff. Vav. Good number five. Wish that they that there are four cases when an Erba does not exempt her tsara, such as in the case where she died before her husband's death. That's on Duff. Base. Good number six. Which did they learn from the Pasuk of Rosavaro Eish Bekomashwosechem that Basin does not do Srafe on Shabbos? That's on Duff. Above. Good number seven. Which something learned that the Mishnah mentioning the specific number of Arayos and then stating Haria Potos is to exclude a tsar of a sota and a tsar of an islandese from the list? That's on Dav. Gimel. Good number eight. Which something learned that the Gezerah Shabbat of Aleha with Achos Ishto and Yibum is the basis to teach that an Erva is Pata from Yibum? That's on Dav. Gimel. Good number nine. Wish that they learned from the word shotness that the threads need to be shuatabuvenus. That's on Duff. Hey, good at number 10. Wish that they learned we fulfill the mitzvah of Mikdashai Tira'u by not walking hard by with our shoes, staffs, or with our wallets. That's on Duff. Bob, excellent. Now we go to the three bonus questions. Number one. Wish that they learned why Mordechai was called an Ish Yehudi and an Ish Yemini. That's on Duff. Yud Gimel Megillah, good number two. Which stuff when one should not excessively mourn or else they might need to mourn over another? That's on Duff. Chavzayin Mod Cotton, good number three. Which stuff when the Shadim are like the Malchai Asharis in three ways and like humans in three ways? That's on Duff. Tezayin and Chagiga, excellent. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgol Mzichu. Share a great day and great learning.